Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Happy to Meet Cute. We have kind of a special episode today um, because we do not have a guest. It is just myself, Fallon Ballard, and the lovely Courtney Kay here with you today. Um, kind of like a special Happy New Year. Let's look at 2023, all the good stuff we got coming sort of a mashup episode, if you will. Um, so Courtney, so nice to see your beautiful face again. Happy New Year. Oh, so nice to see you, my lovely friend. Happy New Year. Very sad to report that I didn't wake up, um, you know, already accomplished. It's still chaotic in this house. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. There is sort of that hope that you'll just wake up on January 1st and all of life's problems will have been solved magically overnight. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> if only, if only. Uh, well, I'm sure 2023 is going to be an exciting year. Do you have any fun, exciting personal things that aren't book related? Obviously, we know we have fun book-related things happening in 2023. <laughs> What's going to be going on in your year? Gosh, I have made some resolutions. Um, the mm. first one is to go to coffee shops less. <laughs> that actually uh -huh, uh -huh. is one of my resolutions because I think I just spent way too much money at those last year. <laughs> so I'm actually that. drinking my, my homebrew today. Nice. Um, let's see. Gosh, exciting things. Does anyone else feel like overwhelmed when you think of the year as a whole? The uh -huh. whole year ahead of you? <laughs> yes. It makes me need to take a nap. <laughs> um, and it's like January 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> My little one is starting track. I'm very excited Aww. for her. Um, super excited to like be a track mom. Nice. Uh, yeah, re really thrilled about that. We have a couple trips planned, um, Colorado being one. So excited Fine. to do that. Excited to see family and friends. And um, yeah, I don't have like I definitely have book related things planned. Um, a few things here and there that I'm looking forward to. And yeah, just, I don't know. I hope to be a little less busy this year. Yes, I feel that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think there is just something that comes along with um, debut year, which for both of us was last year, that mm -hmm. it just really does feel overwhelming. Even if you are good about managing managing your time, which I was not <laughs> uh, last year at all. <laughs> I am not. That's also so, a resolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like that's a resolution every year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I tend to actually not make resolutions because I have learned at this point that I am mm -hmm. not very good at sticking to them. Um, mm -hmm. That's just not a thing I've ever been good at. But I have really promised to make a concerted effort to take on fewer projects in my day job this year um, because I definitely overbooked myself last year. 
Mm -hmm. um, with weddings. And part of that was just recovering from the pandemic and, you know, taking on weddings that were postponements or, you know, things that had gotten Mm -hmm. pushed back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of that was sort of out of my control, but a lot of it was that I just said yes to too many things. (laughs) So yes, yes to the dress. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I need to be better about setting some limits for myself and, and actually sticking to them. I set limits all the time. I just don't often actually follow through on any of that. So Mm -hmm. I need to be better about that for sure. Me too. And I think focusing, I don't know, like I get so excited about things like a golden retriever, just very (laughs) excited. And in that moment, I'm like, yes, 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 all the things. And then a week later, I'm like, wait, I committed, I overcommitted. And I want to do that less this year. And I I always say that. And same with resolutions. I kind of say resolution tongue in cheek because <laughs> it's something that I'm going to shoot for this week. We'll see how it goes next week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just hope to be more present this year. And I want to have a better writing routine so that yeah. hopefully I'm not so like swayed by my emotions as a writer, if that makes sense, like how I'm feeling that day. Like, I just kind of want it to be, this is what I do. This is what's happening and not like too, so caught up in self-doubt that I can't even write that day. But you know, yes, that's probably a hope for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. And I am hoping too, that the further I get in this wild journey of a ride that I mean Mm -hmm. obviously I know the self-doubt doesn't go away um as anybody who has spoken to authors with you know 10 books published will tell you it never fully goes away um but I do hope that it is mitigated a little bit more the further I get from you know that first book that first book is just so fraught with anxiety and tension and um, doubt and imposter syndrome and all of those things. Um, And I think the second book is too. So I'm hoping kind of as, as we move past those, that it gets a little bit easier mentally. Me too. And just like becoming more comfortable writing alongside those feelings and just kind of accepting them as a normal part of the process. And the more we go through it, it's like, okay, well, I've done this before. I'll do it again. (laughs) And like actually believing that hopefully. Yeah. That's actually probably a better way to look at it. Like it's obviously never going to go away. So the, the job is to learn how to work with those feelings instead of trying to fight against them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And still create (sighs) joy. Yeah. Like writing is fun. That's why we start doing this, right? Nobody's like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and be a writer because I hate writing. Like, (laughs) of course not. We're obviously not doing it for the money. So (laughs) right, we're doing it because we love it. And I would like to find a little bit more of that joy this year. Yes. And so writing wise, what do you have well, actually, I know that you have a lot coming up very I do. soon, in fact. I do. Um, yeah. So 
January, of course, is going to be kicking into high gear for Just My Type promotion, um, which Just My Type comes out February 7th. So, yeah, these last, like, four to five weeks are when things get really intense with promotion. I'm looking at my calendar right now, and I've got a lot of things happening, which is good and exciting, but also Mm -hmm. it starts to get a little bit scary because you're like, oh, it's real now. It's really Mm -hmm. happening. Um, So that's exciting. And then I sent my editor revisions for book three right before the holidays. So it'll probably be like late January, mid February ish, somewhere in there that I'll get those back and be working on that again. So I'm kind of giving myself a little bit of a break in the moment right now. Um, But I am about halfway through drafting book four. So I will get back to that (laughs) at some point. (laughs) It's just hanging out there. I haven't looked at it in a really long time. I actually need to go back and reread it. But that always scares me when I like haven't looked at something in a long time. I'm like, am I going to hate every word of this when I go back and look at it again. I feel like it's often better than you remembered. Uh, Let's hope for that. Fingers crossed Uh, (laughs) for that. I I believe that will happen for you. Thank you. Thank you. I know your book doesn't come out until later this year. And you also are not on deadline anymore, which must feel amazing. So are you working on something new or are you taking a break? I am kind of doing both. Yes. In the case of Heartbreak comes out July 25th. And um, I'm really happy to have a summer book and have just some time between now and then to kind of recenter. <laughs> yes. Uh, last year was just so exciting and so intense and a big whirlwind. So I definitely am grateful for this bit of a longer timeline. Um, and shoot, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Are you writing something new right now? (laughs) I I am working on pitches. Um, like a whole new experience. Um, but I always, I don't know, there's something about like the, will they, or won't they like it? That makes me sort of excited. (laughs) Ooh, okay. That's good that you feel that way though. Because that can be scary. It's always, it's kind of scary, but it's also like this space where you can create whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're either going to like it or be like, not for us. And then you could do something else with it. So um, this is the part where I really, really like, because um, like, I always want to like send something to my agent and my hope is to have her be like, yes, that's it. You know, <laughs> so, like that keeps me motivated to, uh, to work on my pitches. And, and it, it, there's something just so exciting about a shiny new idea, right? Yes. I'm all about the shiny new ideas. I have several that I'm like forcing myself to not start working <laughs> on because I know that I have to finish book four before I can move on to anything else. <laughs> Right. But it's hard when you get that idea and it's like in your brain and you're just like, yes, I want to mm-hmm. do this so bad. Jeff, I know. Like, pull it back. It hasn't caused you any pain yet. Um, I mean, it's getting there. <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> and also, so earlier in my writing journey, I would get these shiny new ideas and be like, 
oh, well, that's what I should be writing instead of what I'm writing right now. And so I would never yes. finish anything. For a very long yeah. time, I didn't finish because I just kept hopping to the next exciting idea. And I have learned um, to push through the hardship of that early draft and just keep going. Yes. And now I just like jot down my shiny ideas. And then at the end of my current project, I have all these new things that are possible to work on. So yeah. I'm grateful for that learn learning experience. <laughs> yeah, no, that's smart. And I... Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like I have been really tempted to start on new projects instead of going back to book four. Um, but I'm like, especially now, what's good for me is book four is contracted and they've mm -hmm. already approved the idea. So I have to write it. <laughs> I don't really have a choice. So it's kind of like, but what then I just kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I sort of use it as like a reward for myself as like, okay, you just have to draft this book and then you can move on to the shiny new idea. So then it sort of like acts as like a little motivator for me to to push through, like get through the draft and then you can write something silly. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. I, I was going to say, what if you just sent them like a totally different... Completely different. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, I will say I feel like my editor knows me well enough at this point that I could at least broach the subject with her and she wouldn't just like completely shoot me down. But I do know that she was really excited about my idea for book four. So I think she would still like push me to finish it. Yes. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm so excited. I'm and congratulations excited on your four Thank contracted you. books. Holy moly. It's wild. It's so wild to think that I already am working on a book that is not going to come out until 2025. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> what ridiculous. is life? As authors, I feel like we always live in the future. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very strange, the more sort of projects that you have going where it's like, okay, you know, I'm still mm -hmm. trying to sell copies of Lisa on Love, but now I'm also mm -hmm. gearing up to sell just my type. But I'm in edits for book three and I'm drafting book four. And it's like, how am I supposed to keep it all in my brain? Like, <laughs> wow. I can't. Right. But it's a good problem to have. Yeah. And you're doing amazing. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. And so something I'm looking forward to is like seeing all your books all over social media and just being like, there's all Fallon's babies. <laughs> oh, I know. You know? I, I'm excited. Um, my publisher does not do physical arcs anymore, which is like a huge bummer. So mm -hmm. I won't see like a physical copy of just my type until I get my finished copies. And oh. I'm really looking forward to that moment of like having them both next to each other. I'm really excited yes. about that. So special. There's something about the second book that I don't know, is even more impactful for me because yeah. it's like, I don't know. It was just a whole new experience. And once I get those physical copies, I feel like it's going to be a definite moment. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's interesting because like when I saw the cover for Lisa on Love, like I loved it and I had those like, yay, squishy feelings. But when I saw the cover for Just My Type, like mm -hmm. I broke down like yeah. I lost it like it made me so much more emotional than I thought and I think it's because 
the process of writing book two was so much harder and that I didn't feel the joy as much in the writing of it as I did with book one. And so to like Mm -hmm. see something and like, I don't know if this has ever happened in the history of books before, but the cover that they sent me, the first, first cover is what you're seeing on the book. Like we did not change a single thing (laughs) about the cover. It was just so perfect from the very first initial draft. And so I just like, I don't know, there was just something about it that just really got me. And so I'm like really excited to see it in person. And I'll probably have another breakdown (laughs) when I open the box. Oh my gosh, valid. And it's such a gorgeous cover. That purple is like my favorite. Oh, look, I'm wearing, I'm like wearing that purple. (laughs) You're ready. Can't wait and can't wait to celebrate it and everything. So, so you are almost exactly a year out from your debut, right? Yeah. So yeah, my debut was uh, February 1st. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Wow. So much in a year. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Like, it's so strange to think about just like how life changing all of these little steps are like when you think Mm -hmm. back on it. Um, I know we talked a little bit about Pitch Wars in our episode with Nikki Payne. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like that really for me was the domino that just kind of kicked all of these other things into high gear. Um, And even though Lease wasn't my Pitch Wars book, you know, I wouldn't have gotten my agent without Pitch Mm -hmm. Wars. And, you know, none of those other things would have happened without that. Um, And so it really is just, it actually was a lot of fun at the end of 2022 to just look back and like think about everything that had happened over the course of the year. It's pretty amazing. Yes. It's so cool to be alongside other writers, um, you know, who you're meeting and cheering them on. I just, I love the writing community and I love seeing uh, things happening for everybody. Yeah. And see, and knowing, yeah. And I think there's this like understanding of knowing how difficult it is Mm-hmm. And so when somebody shares a win, it's like, oh my God, yes. Like it's a, like a win for everybody, you know, because we know how yes. difficult it's like this camaraderie. Yes. I just, yeah. there's nothing like the writing community, really. Nobody gets it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like so true. Authors. And I think for me, that's been one of the best parts about the podcast so far is just like mm-hmm. getting to talk to people that I maybe wouldn't have spoken with, you know, in person, quote unquote. Um, you know, we're not mm-hmm. actually in person, but it feels like it, um, you know, has yeah. been really, really cool to just talk with so many people. And again, looking at my calendar that's hanging above me and how many amazing people we have coming up that we're going to talk to over the next few weeks. I am just so, so excited to keep making these connections because it's just so fun. I know, right? It's amazing. And oh, so so we want to share that we're going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we are going to be increasing our number of episodes. So last year we were doing every other week. And this year we're going to aim for one episode a week. Obviously, that might 
not always be the case. Just mm-hmm. setting that up right now. But we were just looking at our calendar and all the people that we want to chat with. And it just made sense to bump up our number of episodes because we have so many people that were just like, like you should see Courtney is the queen of Google Docs. (laughs) (laughs) She made this list of all the people that we want to have on the podcast and it's like two pages long. And I was like, I want to talk to every single one of these people because they're so amazing. So we're going to talk to as many people as we can. Yes. And yeah, I'm glad we did that too because it was almost like we just have so many people we want to, just echoing what you said. So to fit it all in, to fit as many amazing people in, um, we're going to bump up our episodes. Yay. Yay. So hopefully you all will keep listening. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we kind of got into the flow of things at the end of last year over the last four episodes and we're just having so much fun and it's so joyful and I'm really excited to see you even more. Yay. (laughs) So exciting. Um, Well, and kind of on that note, we did want to take some time today to talk about some of the books that we are most looking forward to in 2023. And Mm -hmm. we did want to focus on people that as of right now, at least are not scheduled on the podcast. um, Because obviously we have tons of amazing guests that have books coming out this year. And of course, we can't talk about all of them because we would keep you here all day. So we wanted to just go through a few that we're super looking forward to. And then that way, you know, you can start building your TBRs (laughs) for this year (laughs) and just keep adding on because we will throw even more amazing books at you each and every week. Um, I'm going to go first. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, So the first book on my list is actually one that I have already read because it's so amazing. And it's called Mrs. Nash's Ashes by Sarah Adler. And it is so good. I got to blurb this book. So I read it several months ago and I like still think about it. Um, The voice is impeccable. It is a road trip romance, which I just absolutely love. Um, I'm always here for the forced proximity. Of course, there's going to be an only one bed when you are on a road trip romance. Um, But I think what I really love about this one is that it kind of weaves together two different love stories. It's, you know, the love story taking place in the present and then also um, looking back at Mrs. Nash's uh, love story from the past. And it's just done so well. And it's so funny, like laugh out loud. Loved it so much. Can't wait for that one. Oh my gosh. I'm also so excited for that one. And <laughs> I feel so bad. Sarah's, Sarah's coming on the podcast. She is. Okay. Well, <laughs> too bad. We're going to talk about That's it anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> double, double plug, which that sounds... <laughs> I keep saying things. I know. Y'all, before you really well with that today. I keep saying things that sound like innuendos. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Or being a romance writer. <laughs> We're very excited. Uh, very excited. Oh my All right. God. What's first on your list? <laughs> All right. To add to your ever towering TBRs, um, I am. When I say excited, it doesn't even begin to touch how excited I am for The Frog Squad by Kyla Zhao. I am just beyond. Okay, 
So it's about a working class woman who infiltrates Singapore's high society to fulfill her dreams, risks losing everything in the process, including herself, in this propulsive novel by debut author Kyla Zhao. Kyla is like a force to be reckoned with. Um, We were Pitch Wars pals in uh, the 2020 class and... Um, when I look back at everything Kyla has achieved since then, I'm seriously on the floor. <laughs> like, if you don't follow Kyla on socials yet, please do. Like, she's just absolutely incredible, the kindest soul, whip smart. Her writing voice is electric. The story is absolutely going to knock your socks off. And um, it's like stunning as well as so raw and heartfelt. And I'm just really excited to see everything ahead for Kyla and everything, uh, watch her career unfold. So get on that. And yeah, that is my number one. And I believe it actually um, comes out very soon, like this month. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to wait long for that one. So that's Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the second book on my list is The Neighbor Favor by Christina Forrest. Um, And to be totally honest, I don't know a ton about this book. I just know that it is about two people that work in the book field, which is really all that I need. (laughs) Um, Because I love it. I'm obsessed with books about bookish people. Um, And also this is another one where the cover is just like so adorable. And um, again, you kind of have that forced proximity with them being neighbors. I am very into that. I'm just super excited for this one. Um, I think it is going to be really, really charming. And I think this one comes out soon too. I believe it's like a January or February. So it shouldn't be too long for the neighbor favor. Just that name alone is like, please so cute. put it in my eyeballs. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Okay. So my next one is This Spells Disaster by Tori Ann Martin. Um, if I, I am like obsessed with witchy books and this one is sapphic and queer. Um like, please, just, I, I want to eat it. Okay, fake dating gets a magical twist in this enchanting queer romantic comedy where a witch worries that the real feelings brewing between her and her crush were sparked by an accidental love potion. Oh, my God, love it. And the only way out of the disastrous spell is a healthy dose of the truth. Drink up, witches. <laughs> Have you heard, like, a better pitch than that? Drink up, witches, please. (laughs) I do love that. Oh, my Um, God. And Tori is just, like, a gem of a human. Um, Tori also wrote the Heart on a Leash series. Um, I have those. Yeah, they're so cute. And they – Tori also has, like, a lot of other – novels out so be sure be sure to check out um everything that she's written and i just feel like this is going to be like we're just going to see this all over tiktok and social media come come spooky season yeah um the witchy books i'm here for this i feel like it hasn't been like it's been a trend like the past couple years um Mm -hmm. and i just i love them they're so much fun 
It is a trend that will never, I will never tire of. Like I'm just practical, a practical magic kid at heart. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if they're queer, like just that's it for me. I love it. Yep. Sounds, sounds amazing. Um, okay. So my next one is also sapphic. It is behind the scenes by Corellia Stutz waters. Um, I think, I cannot remember the title of her last book. I feel like it came out in 2021, um, but it was- Satisfaction Guaranteed. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So, so, so good. It was like one of my favorite reads from that year. And so I am super excited um, about this next book. And even better is that it is a Hollywood romance and I am absolutely trash for <laughs> any celebrity Hollywood romance. I'm pretty sure I've already said that on the podcast because I mean it that much and I love them that much. Um, so I'm super excited for that one. And it also, I believe, has pugs in it. Oh my God, that's so cute. So it's like, can this book get any better? No, I don't think it can. I am super, super stoked for this one. It's actually sitting on my Kindle right now. And uh, I need to read it because it's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait. It sounds del- delightful. And I also yeah. cannot wait. Curlia is so good. Like, just so good. So good. I, if you haven't read Satisfaction Guaranteed, please get that book immediately because it's bananas good. That is also like at the top of my TBR. Yes. <clears throat> so good. All right. Okay. What's your next one? My next one is Bored to Death. B-O-A-R-D. Please. <laughs> so cute. We love a pun. <laughs> love um, a pun. By C.J. Connor. And C.J. is also a fellow Kensington um, queer author. So this is very exciting. Um, Okay, so Bored to Death is a a queer, cozy mystery. And in a trendy Salt Lake City, Utah neighborhood, Ben Rosencrantz, board game shop has become a community hotspot for players of all ages and for killer collectors. Ooh. Ooh. I just got chills. Like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And um, yeah, go follow CJ if you don't follow them already. Um, there's like this art that they had done, I think, of their main character, Ben. Mm. Um, oh, and we also that. share a main character named, named Ben. <laughs> so, um, That's a good name. It's a great name. Um, okay, so ver- the artwork is so adorable, and there's also a dog. Um, and just yeah. everything. Like, I have always wanted to get into the cozy mystery scene because I feel like it's just my vibe. Like, I just – yeah, Like, I want to read a ton of them this year. It's a genre I haven't really been able to sink my teeth into yet just because of yeah. time and, you know. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to this one. Yeah, um, CJ was in my Pitch Wars class, so I feel like I've been waiting for this book for a very long time. <laughs> oh, sweet. Awesome. Love the yeah, Pitch and Wars I said the alums. same about Cozy Mysteries. Is like, I haven't read that many, but I have loved every one that I have read. And so I'm like, why am I not reading more of these books? Yes. <laughs> I should oh, do that. And there are some by um, Misha Pop that came out this year. 
Okay, the second one, actually, I'm just like spontaneously adding this called Do pies. It. Pie, wait, shh. Wait. You okay. can swear on just this like, podcast. I'm looking it up. The title by Penguin Random House. Of course. Okay, yes. Okay, so Misha's debut was Magic, Lies, and Deadly Pies. And then um, the second one is A Good Day to Pie. (laughs) Stop it. That's so cute. And it's very bisexual and really, really good. Um, Yeah, another cozy mystery series if you're looking for something like fresh and cozy and mysterious. (laughs) We love People should hire me. Marketing teams should definitely hire me. God, Courtney. Oh my goodness. But anyway, okay. Very thrilled for these and very excited for my new cozy mystery uh, adventure. Yeah, very exciting. Okay, so I have two more. So um, the first one is Anna Maria and the Fox uh, by Liana de la Rosa. And I honestly, this is another book where I like took one look at that cover and I was like, yep, I'm reading that. I don't even know what it's about. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's just so That cover gorgeous. is fire. <laughs> so good. Um, and it is a historical, which I don't read a ton of. Um, but I just feel like historicals are always so good and like angsty. They're just angsty in a way that contemporaries sometimes can't be. Um, because there's just so many. Usually there's just more like physical objects physical quote unquote standing in their way like there's laws and rules Mm -hmm. and you know if these two people can't be together it's like they actually can't be together it's not just contemporary where their emotions are making them dum-dums and they can't be together um (laughs) so i just love that (laughs) there's so much good fighting in historicals and this one is a marriage of convenience which i am just always here for and again i feel like marriage of convenience yes you can do it in contemporary and a lot of times it works but in historicals there's just there's just something about a marriage of convenience and historical that just feels so much more realistic probably because you know it happened all mm-hmm. the time like um yeah yeah so i'm excited for that one and in contemporary it's almost like you kind of have to contrive a little bit yes yes um, for sure but in historical it's already like in the infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, like it actually makes sense that, you know, there would be people who would marry a stranger because you know that it happens like pretty consistently. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. Um, it, again, I just want the cover. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. The cover is yeah. so good. Um, okay. Are you done with yours? Yeah. I still yeah. have more. Okay, so then my last one is uh, Will They or Won't They by Ava Wilder, who, now that I'm thinking about it, will probably have on the podcast at some point. (laughs) She's coming on the podcast, but you know what? Another double plug. I love this. It doesn't even matter because she's so good. Um, Okay, and again, I am obsessed with Ava's first book. So Ava Ava's debut came out last year as well, How to Fake It in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It is like brilliant beyond 
words. It is so good. I am obsessed with it. Again, I will repeat just in case you haven't gotten the point yet. I am trash for celebrity romance. And uh, what I loved about How to Fake It in Hollywood is that it really, to me, as somebody who has lived in LA and Southern California my whole life, it really captured that sort of like grittiness of LA and the celebrity world that you sometimes don't see in books that, um, you know, are written by people who don't live in LA. And it just really felt so authentic and real and tragic and heartbreaking and Mm -hmm. gorgeous. And I loved every minute of it. So I'm super excited for Will They or Won't They, which is another celebrity romance. Yay! Oh um, and I think it's a second chance. So I'm super excited for that one. I love Ava. She can do no wrong oh, in my book. I know. <sighs> Can't wait. Send it to me. She's, Send it to me, she, Ava. <laughs> I know, right? She is so humble. Like, Ava is a writing icon. Like, the stories <laughs> that she crafts are absolutely intricate and just beyond like like I yeah. sent her like we're we're good pals and you know I, we've shared work and I'm like please don't read mine please just say <laughs> you did and let's move on like because she there's no comparison like there's no oh she's just amazing and she's always like so she she Ava if you're listening I want you to know like just look <laughs> into my eyes and you are amazing and we love you okay keep 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 doing what you're doing Yeah, there's definitely like next level. And I feel like one thing I'm trying to do as a writer is not compare myself to other people as much as I have done in the past, (laughs) which, you know, work in progress there. But I do think like there's, you know, my books I feel like are not going to be as angsty as someone like Ava's books. And that's okay. They're different books. But sometimes as you're reading a book like Ava's that is just like so in it, like it's just so emotional. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to write like that. And there are just certain writers that I feel that way about. And I sort of have to pull back a little bit and be like, this is not your style. This is not your tone and your voice. And that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) appreciate their work for the brilliance that it is and realize that yours doesn't have to be that way. Um, But yeah, it's just like, it just gives you, there's those moments as you're reading a book where like you actually feel your chest ache and you just Mm -hmm. sort of like feel your heart squeezing. And just like Ava's book did that to me just basically the entire time I was reading it. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, husband on the podcast. Hello. She just left. (laughs) She didn't bring that gift. Okay, I'm meeting them. Okay. Love you. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. There's Michael <laughs> K. <Kay>, everybody. <laughs> I can, would you like me to edit that out or keep it in? <laughs> nah, you keep it in. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh We're beyond God, the editing it. now. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life, folks. Real life. <laughs> I love that so much. But I agree with you about like, sorry, quickly about the voices. Like we all have our different voices to contribute and it just goes to show that like it's such a tapestry, right? Yeah. 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 
and that there's a place for everyone and every kind of book. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like that's a good, a good note to leave off on. So exciting. We are so excited for this year. It's going to be an amazing year of books. There are so many good books coming out. I can't even handle it. All I'm going to be doing is reading all year long. (laughs) I know, right? I also definitely want to read more this year. Like, however I can, audio, whatever. And just make more time to actually sit and read books. Yes. I feel that, too. Yeah. I'm currently reading um, Georgie All Along, which is just a gem. A gem. Kate Claiborne. Kate's another one. Kate's another one where I read her books, and I'm like, I'm never going to write like this. (laughs) It's fine. I know. I know. I know. know. Oh, Oh, goodness. Um, I just finished. I just finished yesterday, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. It was so good. Like, so ridiculously good. And again, I don't read outside the romance genre as much as I should. Um, But I've been trying to kind of push a little bit more to expand my reading boundaries. And it was phenomenal i'm sure everybody's already read it because it was like the book of the year last year um but if you haven't please get on that immediately i haven't yet sure. yeah i need to it's so good i want to um, my cats are literally body slamming my office door <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's our, that's our cue <laughs> so on that note <laughs> So we will have some really, truly incredible guests coming up, guys. So please stay tuned. Keep an eye out. We'll be in your ear holes every week now. So exciting. Um, And please make sure, you know, you're following us on Instagram so you can see who's coming on and leave questions for them if you have questions for specific authors, Um, all that good stuff. So it'll be super fun. Yay. Thank you for being here. Yes. All right, friends. We will talk to you all soon. All right, y'all. See y'all next time. Hugs and kisses. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Happy to Meet Cute. If you enjoyed our podcast, we would love it so much if you would give us a follow on social media. We are at Happy to Meet Cute on Instagram. And also, if you could please leave a review and subscribe, that would be amazing. If you would like to follow your host, you can find Courtney at court underscore k k a e on all social media platforms and you can find me fallon ballard at fallon ballard everywhere you imbibe your social media if you would like to buy any of the books mentioned in this episode you can find links in the show notes and a special shout out to zachary kibby and matt ballard for our amazing theme song thank you so much for tuning in and we hope to see you next time